joy, peace, tranquility, vibrancy, and wellness. Isn't this what you want instead of constant stress? That's what host Rochelle Lawson is going to help you with on Blissful Living. There are many ways to reduce stress, some you may not even know about. Doesn't a little peace and tranquility sound like just what you've been looking for? Relax for a few minutes with Rochelle. She's the queen of feeling fabulous. Hello, everyone, and welcome to Blissful Living. This is the queen of feeling fabulous, Rochelle Marie Lawson, and I have a wonderful show in store for you today. If you've ever wanted to take the mystery out of meditation, then you definitely want to stay tuned. If you ever tried meditation in it was something extremely difficult for you and you gave up on it, you definitely want to stay tuned. And if you are currently a everyday or daily meditator, then this show is definitely for you as well. So stay tuned. We're going to have a wonderful show. And as all of you know, we live in a very stressed world today we go 24-7, nonstop, and we have all these internal stressors that we're not even aware of 98% of the time until something happens that calls our attention to something going on within our body. But I also know that you guys have heard that meditation, and you should meditate because it does wonders for your mind, body, and spirit. So meditation is a as a process that you're, we're going to talk about today, but also is a wonderful way to help you get rid of those internal stressors in your mind and body that you may not even be aware of. So I want you to really just sit back, relax, get something nice and yummy to drink, get a pan and a piece of paper, and really absorb the information that our guest is going to share with us today. I guarantee that you are going to take something away from today's show that is going to absolutely pique your curiosity and have you think twice about how you can meditate and not only meditate, but make it a daily practice in your life for the better. So let me tell you about today's uh, guest, and then I'm going to go into thanking our wonderful, wonderful sponsors. Today's guest is named Michel Pascal. He is a French writer, meditation teacher, singer, photographer, and director of spiritual documentaries and plays. Now, before moving to the United States, Michel lived in the largest monastery in the Himalayas, Kopan Monastery in Nepal. The high master, Tipra Dorje Rinponoche, descendant of Marpa, was his meditation teacher for many years. Michel has written 19 books in French about spirituality, including Instant Sacres with His Holiness, the Dalai Lama. Now, um, Michel created a new way of meditation specifically for daily stress. That's why you need to stay tuned. His unique brand of meditation practiced at Google, Harvard University, 
Dharma Yoga Center of New York, Dharma Yoga Center of Los Angeles, and in various schools and large companies in the United States. Michelle directs the first meditation program for prisoners, parolees, veterans, soldiers, drug and alcohol abusers in California, Arizona, and New Mexico for the Amity Foundation. Michelle is currently training and certifying a team of teachers in his method of meditation in New York, Los Angeles, Boston, San Francisco, and Johannesburg, among others. So with all of that, I would like to welcome Michelle Pasquale to the show, and I want you guys to be truly engaged. Before we start talking, I just want to, I'm just really piquing your curiosity, and I want you to be on edge. Before we start talking, let me proudly thank our sponsors. The first one, the Health Healing and Wellness Company. You can check them out at healthhealingwellness.com. They have wonderful ways in which you can enhance your physical, mental, and spiritual well-being as you travel down your journey here on Earth to make things a lot more easier for you. If you're looking to lose weight, have better nutritional habits, sleep better, have a uh, stronger desire for living life, Learning, want to learn how to be successful at whatever you do in life in a nice and natural, holistic way, then you want to contact the Health Healing Wellness Company at healthhealingwellness.com. Our next wonderful sponsor of the show is All Day Cable Incorporated, located in the fabulous Silicon Valley. This company is a telecommunications installation company, and they have been in existence for almost 27 years. They specialize in installation of data, voice, fiber optic networks, access points, and wireless systems, as well as speaker systems, audio, and video uh, capabilities. They also specialize in setting up your network distribution, and their model is that they make the right connections the first time. In today's society, we don't have time to go back when we can't reconnect. When we can't connect, sometimes we don't have time to go back and reconnect, and that could mean millions of dollars in revenue generated for you and your business. So, when you want to make sure that your connections are made the right the first time, when you want to make sure that your telecommunications cabling and support system and distribution systems are operational the first time you plug in, then you definitely want to reach out and connect with All Day Cable Inc. at alldaycableinc.com. That's alldaycableinc.com. And now let's get to Michelle Pascal. Welcome to the Blissful Living, Michelle Pascal. How are you? It's such a pleasure to have you. <laughs> wow, I am speechless after you. I am speechless after you. You have an amazing positive energy. So I am speechless. I am so, so, so happy to be with you today. It, it's really an honor for me to be in your show. Congratulations for what you do also in Ayurvedic medicine. I have uh, seen your program and uh, very, very, very good quality what you do. Thank you so much to ask me. Oh, thank you. I'm so honored to have you. You know, it's always um, 
Wonderful. When I can have someone on the show that knows about what I do and um, and understands it and practices it as well. And my experience with meditation began when I was very young because I was really a hothead. As I, you know, I mentioned to you, I'm Irish and Italian and African American, and um, so I have the Irish temper with the Italian attitude, and you know, a little black mixed up in there to make it even more compelling. But I was a type A personality and um, a perfectionist, and you know, I suffered from a undiagnosed medical condition for 17 years and it was stress related. And so when I was in my teens, I was also an athlete, so I was highly competitive, but secretly highly competitive. Um, I began to meditate and I didn't even know what it was. I didn't know what it was doing, but at the time it was something that kept me grounded and, and kept me focused. And as I grew up and uh, became a, a registered nurse and needed to take needed to take some continuing education units to um, so that I would be able to renew my nursing license when it came up for renewal, I took a meditation class to really get the foundations and and the the science behind what it does to our our bodies and our mind when we meditate. I loved it so much and thought, wow, I wish I would have knew this when I was younger, but I loved it so much that I went on and became a certified meditation specialist. And um, that's one of the things I do. So when I have someone on the show that has so much more greater knowledge, that's like a spiritual teacher, guru, for me, it just, it warms my heart. And, um, and I hope I'm conveying that to the listeners as well, because it's just a blessing and an honor to have you. And look at all the wonderful work you're doing in the world. And I know you have a book, and we're going to talk a lot about, about, about the book, but I want to ask you, um, can you just share with the listeners what, what, got you really into meditation and what opened your eyes about the possibilities with how beautiful it is? When I was a, a child, um, I saw my daddy, he died with a heart attack for the stress. Mm. And uh, it was my first experience with the stress. And all time when I was a child, I loved uh, to be in the churches, to be in the peace, to be in the calm. And I realized when I was so young that the most important thing in our life is to be more calm. And after I start to, because I am meditation teacher and singer, so I start to sing um, in many cathedrals, in many churches, and I became professional singer. I was 16 years old, and I sing many times with the musician of Carlos Santana, the musician of Pat Metheny. But after... <gasps> oh my gosh, I love both of them. Sorry. Okay, go ahead. <laughs> 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 and uh, and after I, I I I wanted to be a priest. Or I, I was very attracted by the spirituality. I mean, it's a thing to talk about spirituality. It's another thing to live in a monastery. So after I live in a monastery in the Himalayas, uh, because in 2008 I was uh, chosen by His Holiness Dalai Lama to make a book with him. So first I came a few weeks in his monastery and it was a book in French so I take the pictures and I co-write uh, the book with His Holiness and um, after I was in Copan Monastery so Copan this is the, the biggest a Buddhist monastery of uh, Nepal in the Himalayas. We are 1,000 monks, 
1,000 nuns. Oh, and wow. after I realized how in our daily life we need to be more calm. I work with neuroscience since 15 years. And I know in neuroscience when we put electrode on the brain that if you practice any relaxation outside of your stress in a landscape or in a quiet room, it's beautiful. But when you go back to your daily stress, when you go back to your job, when you go back in the traffic, we know in neuroscience we lose 93% of the benefit of the relaxation. Mm -hmm. It is the reason why for me uh, to meditate outside of the stress, it's beautiful, but we need to meditate inside the stress. So since three years, I teach my way of meditation. Meditation for daily stress. So how can I um, be more calm in the traffic? How can I recycle um, the stressful energy in my job when my coworkers are so stressed, when mm -hmm. my manager is so stressed? How can I recycle? How can I detox the, the bad emotion? How can I be more present to my life when I am with my friends, my family, my children? So my way of meditation, it's meditation for daily stress. And this way of meditation became so fast a big, big success. Um, I teach many times for Google in New York City, so for the mm -hmm. manager at Google. I teach for students in Harvard University. I teach for prisoners also in jail. And uh, the data are extremely positive. At Google, the survey was 96% positive. Wow. Wow. And wow. I can share with you, Rachel, something incredible. It's a news that we have since uh, a few days in California. So in California, you know, 80% of parolees, men or women, right. go back in jail. Yes. But at Amity Foundation, with meditation for daily stress, 80% of parolees, men and women, they find a job. They rebuilt a family. They never <gasps> go back in jail. This data, oh we have this data since a few weeks. It is a revolution in America that we say in your show. It's a, it's a sort of world exclusive that I, I give to you for your show because uh, Amity Foundation makes this survey during three years since I teach meditation for daily stress. 80% never go back in jail. With meditation for daily stress, we have found the key to reduce violence in America. It's not a wow. data. Wow, that is absolutely phenomenal. Oh my gosh, I feel like I'm I feel like I'm one of the, you know, news media outlets, which I don't really want to be like because it's just negative news all the time. But I got a breaking news story here about, you know, what meditation and then positive and powerful benefits that it's having on parolees in California. Do you know that is phenomenal? I know so many times in my career as a registered nurse that, you know, um, 
you know, pe- people that were on probation or parolees would come through, you know, the emergency department for various reasons. And, you know, I'd have these conversations with them. And um, a lot of times some of the things that they did were super heinous. Don't get me wrong. But, you know, when you talk to them, um, I was able to, to extrapolate a lot of information in a very short period of time, which led me to believe that a lot of the things that they did that caused them to be in those negative situations was due to the way they handle stressors in their life. And I could look back on that and I can look at back on family members and see that their behavior was was it was the way they handled stress in life that may have sometimes led to negative behavior. So the fact that you guys are doing this meditation with the California, um, with the California prison system and you're having these phenomenal, you know, results is, is all more credence as to why everybody listening out there should be taking copious notes. I didn't even tell you about the, the book, but you know, this is just so exciting. Let me just share a little bit about his book. It's called Meditation for Daily Stress. 10 practices. 10 practices for immediate well-being. Again, you guys, if I can't reiterate this enough to you, stress is a killer and it's a silent killer and it leads to so many diseases that kill so many people around the world. From Michelle Pascal, an inspiring meditation teacher whose programs are in Fortune 500 companies, prisons, and his recent multimedia meditation performance at Carnegie Hall comes a new book with revolutionary and simple, check this out, you don't even need 30 minutes, one-minute meditations to change our lives. And I'll share more about pieces of the um, information about his book. But I want to keep you intrigued and engaged as we have this conversation because this is a blessing that we have this incredible, beautiful being with us today that's sharing these, his wisdom and his, his results. And he's letting you know meditation really, really does work. Now, what I want to ask you, Michelle, is I get often asked this, and I know you do too. And I'm so glad I made that statement about the one-minute meditation exercises that people can do for um stress that's in your book, but people often ask, you know, the question was, do I need to meditate for 30 minutes or an hour? That we already answered that. But when when a new, when a person begins meditation, as you know, um, their, their, you know, the mind is not quiet. I love your question. (laughs) Can you please, please, please talk about that? Yes. So what you say, it's extremely important. Why? Because we are educated with a wrong perception of meditation. We think that we must take 20 minutes, 30 minutes per day to be sitting down, to take a deep breath. No, it's not possible. And this meditation, it's unadapted to our world. When I teach for a big manager at Google, where I, where I, when I teach for a children, a child, where I teach for a prisoners, how can we say to someone in our world, oh, my friend, you have worked 15 hours today. Now you must take a deep breath and be concentrated. We see it doesn't work. For me, this is blablatation. It's not meditation. It's a blablatation. It doesn't work. Because <laughs> it, it doesn't work because no one right. has time. 
No one right. can say, oh, today I have work a lot, and now I take 30 minutes to be sitting down and take a deep breath. No, it's a joke. The thing is, it's also a wrong perception of meditation, because most of the teacher, uh, meditation teachers, they never live in a monastery. Never. They talk about something that they never live. It's a thing to talk about meditation, spirituality. It's another thing to live in a monastery. So when we don't know uh, the etymology of meditation, we are educated with a cliché of the meditation that I name blablatation. We see all time a beautiful girl sitting down face to a lake like a lotus. Who have time to do that? Who have the money to do that? It doesn't work. It's a cliche for fancy people. But in reality, when we live in a monastery uh, in the Himalayas, we learn that in Sanskrit or in Tibetan language, Meditate doesn't mean at all the cliché that we know in America. Meditate exactly means I train my mind. I train my mind. So I can train my mind to be more calm, but not outside of the stress, but inside the stress. Because if I train my mind outside, you know, Rachel, it's like... (laughs) If you go in holidays and after you go back to your job and you are stressed two days after. It's like right. the Monday morning after your weekend, you have a nice weekend <laughs> with your friends and the Monday morning it's a disaster. You are stressed again. So this right. is the same thing. It is the reason why meditation for daily stress, it's exactly the etymology of the source of the meditation. We are more calm. In the traffic, we learn to be more calm at the workplace. We learn to be more calm in a supermarket, in a Starbucks. I mean, everywhere we learn to be more calm. And because as you say, and as your career as a nurse, and you are an authority in well-being, Rachel, you know that if we are stressed, we destroy our immune system. We destroy our immune system. Right. When right. we are stressed, we destroy our blood pressure. Um, so to be stressed, it's not to be normal. To be stressed, it's to be sick. It's a sort of mental disease. Huh? We know in neuroscience, when you are stressed, you destroy. Um, it, it's a sort of neurochemical addiction. It's an addiction. To be stressed, it's an addiction. So year after year, you are stressed more and more. So... <laughs> We have no choice. We must be more calm. More we are calm, more we are active. More we are calm, more we are productive. More we are calm, more we are creative, happy, healthy, sexy. (laughs) You know, that's so true. I mean, you know, here I am a person, I meditate every day. Um, There's times um, that I, you know, do meditations when... when I'm driving, but it's not like I'm closing my eyes and, you know, having the car drive me itself. It's nothing like that, but there's just simple little things I do. Like I might say a mantra or something, um, just, you know, just because I like that calm presence. But there's also times I'm just a normal human being. I'm not perfect. I still, you know, I still 
um, suffer from stress. Now, there are some times that stress is good for you. Of course, like when you're working out and you're stressing your muscles and, you know, you want them to grow and that kind of stuff, right? Um, we, we confuse but, stress and energy. It's not right. the same. Right. For it, example, exactly. for many times we need adrenaline and we need to have an amazing energy. Me, when yes. I work with Isolines Dalai Lama, it was, it's amazing the energy Dalai Lama has. But the question mm-hmm. is, my energy, is it, uh, is, I mean, is it energy or is it nervosity? Is it right. uh, amazing force, interior force, or is it just stress? So it is so important to realize, as you say, Rochelle, you say something very important. You say that in your life, every day, you try to be happy. You try mm-hmm. to be kind. This is the best medicine for the body, the best neurochemical message that we can send to all our cells in the body. So mm-hmm. we have no choice. We must be calm. Because in America, we must be productive. And when right. I teach for manager at Google, they work. I, I teach, for example, one of my students, she works for Google Map. She works sometimes 15, 17 hours per day face to the computer. Oh, my goodness. That's a heart. How can we say to someone like that, oh, my friend, now you must be sitting down and take a deep breath. No. (laughs) She say, I'm sorry, I can't. It is the same thing for students in big university. I have teach many times in Harvard. We can be PhD, but PhD of the stress. Uh, and more we must be an amazing student, more we must develop our capacities in the brain to synthesize, to be intuitive, to memorize what we need. We need to be more calm immediately mm-hmm. in our daily life. And we have no time. We are busy. We can't say, oh, I spend 20 times per day. No. And it's a wrong perception of meditation. Meditation, it's, it's a way of life. We have mm-hmm. the same life, but the difference when we meditate in the daily stress, we are more present. We are more grateful. Me, I talk to you today. I am happy <laughs> like a child to talk with you. <laughs> Oh, I love it. I it, That's so sweet. Oh, my gosh. It's just like I said, a blessing. And it's, again, the amazing thing that you're doing with meditation um, is just fascinating. I believe and I know that those things can be done and, and you're doing it. And so this is really good for the listeners to hear because, um, you know, people don't Sometimes if they don't do it or they don't really know about it or they tried it and they they gave up because they had the quote unquote mind chatter so to speak, um, they don't they don't believe that it works and this is credence um, and proof that it does work and it doesn't you don't have to meditate thirty minutes a day or an hour a day you can do something like as quick as a minute and it still will have benefits and I want to talk about that. You know, with all the, you know, when we get into our happy states and our positive states and we're uplifted and vibrant and energy and just beaming, um, you know, our, our endorphins are going and they're operating how they're supposed to be operating because we're just in this really, really good place. Does the process of meditation change our brains? Of course. 
we know in neuroscience since after 20 days of meditation. When I say meditation, I don't say blablatation. Huh? When I say blablatation, I mean it's not, <laughs> oh, I take 20 minutes to be quiet at the end of my day. Because when right. we do that, it doesn't work. It's not efficient in reality. And according to neuroscience, uh, like says a famous neuroscientist, Dr. Mario Borogar, it's worst. It's worst because you create a time to be more quiet and a time when you go back to your job to be more stressed. It creates a sort of depression. So now it doesn't work like that. Meditation means we train our mind in all time, all the time. For example, uh, we know if we work like that after 20 days, we change our brain. We change the neurochemical in the brain. We have less cortisol and more serotonin and dopamine, the hormone of the happiness and the stability. Um, I give an example, very concrete. When we mm -hmm. say we meditate inside the stress, when we are at the workplace, face to our computer, with meditation for daily stress, we learn to be sitting down deeply, to be sitting down in the stability. So for that, we use the visualization of the mountain. We are sitting down like a mountain. When we are mm -hmm. sitting down like a mountain, face to our computer, we are more stable. We are, I mean, we are more productive because more the mind is calm, more we upgrade all the capacities in the brain. Yeah, uh, I'm just, I mean, I know, um, like I said, it has so many positive benefits. Um, and I like how you you say blah, blah, meditation, because <laughs> I love that. That's, I'm going to start referring it as, you know, instead of chatter mind, blah, 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 because that's really what, you, when you sit there and think about it, if this happens to you, that's that's really what happens. I want to, I want to, I just have a quick, I just have a question that, that just popped up um, with regards to, you know, meditation and people that, you know, they've been doing it, you know, 21 days, 30 days, 90 days. Is it normal to even though they've gotten rid of blah, blah in their head and they've gone into where they just really get, you know, into that really beautiful meditative state and then they may meditate, a you know, a few weeks later and the blah, blah comes back you know, like the ebb and flow of the blah, blah, always trying to weave its way in. Is that normal? And is there anything you can do about that? I think your question is, again, very, very interesting. Because if we practice, uh, if we go in a retreat, for example, if we go mm -hmm. in a monastery, uh, in a landscape. It's really beautiful. It's wonderful if we have money, if we have time. It's great to do that mm -hmm. in our life. But mm -hmm. the problem, it's when we go back to the real life. In the daily life, we don't live in a monastery. We live right. in stressful cities. We live in uh, big cities in Los Angeles, in New York, in, uh, in big cities in Texas, in America. It is the reason why in America, 80% of American people, according health department, are just close 
burnout. We know what is a burnout. It's a crash in the brain. And me, I teach many times for people so young. One of my students, she is 23 years old. During many years, three years, she directed a big um, sales for a big company of fashion industry in New York. And one day in the street, she fall down. She has a burnout. Two years after, she can't really work. So when we have a burnout, it's a real crash in the life. So we need to train our mind, not outside of the stress, because when we go back, we are stressed again. We know, we know that everyone can make the experience because we, have, we are educated with the wrong perception of meditation. The, what we do in a monastery, we have the same life that you, Rachel, we work, right. we cook, we talk, we make sport. We are very active in a monastery, very active. Of course, if you come just to take a retreat a few weeks, you see nothing. But in reality, a monastery, it's a spiritual fight every minute. It's a life extremely active. So what is the difference between a monastic life and a normal life? In a monastery, we learn to be present. We learn to be present. So when we are at the workplace and when our co-workers are so stressed, instead of to keep the stress inside us, instead of to say, oh, in one week I will go in retreat, but when I go back I will be stressed again, we learn how to mm. recycle the mental toxin that we breathe every day at the workplace. I love that. Wow. Wow. Okay. Woo. That was just um, really, really inspiring and really, really informative in the fact that, you know, it's okay. And, and like you said, it is much easier to be in that really Zen space when you're in the monastery but then you go out into the world and these big cities and it's you're back in the chaos. If you could learn how to keep that Zen spirit in the midst of chaos when you're in the big cities, then, you know, um, then that's amazing. But it always is, is a continuing process and it always is beneficial no matter how much meditation you do or do not. Whatever you do is always going to be so much more beneficial than not doing anything any of it at all. So I mean, thank you for so sharing important. that. It's so yes. important what you say, Rachel, because yes, we need, you are a nurse, you are an authority in well-being. You <laughs> teach, I mean, it's true, you teach since a lot of years. So you know, and we know in neuroscience, um, for example, in Tucson, in Arizona, in August, there is a summit of all the best neuroscientists. They have asked to me to come and to give a, a meditation concert and to give a, a conference about meditation for daily stress. Yes, I give an example. When we teach for parolees, how can we say to a parolee who spent 20 years in jail, oh, my friend, can, can you sit down like a lotus <laughs> and meditate? It jokes. Right. It's not serious. It's not respectful for those people. I can share with you an amazing story. At Amity Foundation, one parolee, his name is Jason. Jason, 20 years ago, he killed someone. And 
we practice. He became my student. And mm-hmm. last Christmas, he said, I would like to meet the daughter of my victim. And he met her, and she invites him for Christmas Eve. And he oh. said, Michel, I want to become a meditation teacher certified for meditation for daily stress to help a lot of parolees and a lot of prisoners in jail because I have totally changed. Yes, we can. Yes, we can change our brain. And for all the people who listen to you, Rachel, it is so, so important to explain to the people that in one minute, yes, we can change our life. Yes, we can. It's not a question to meditate on a landscape, on a monastery in which we during many years. When you go back to your stress, you are stressed again. It's blabbernation right. for me. It's not adapted <laughs> to our world. But when we practice in the daily stress, I teach for Uber drivers in the freeway, in the rush hour. When I teach for Google, for managers, I remember one day, one of my students, she was so, so stressed. She's a big, big manager at Google. She said, Michelle, how can you help me immediately? I am so stressed. I have tried yoga, meditation, mindfulness. I don't care. I am so stressed. I say, come with me in Times Square. She said, you are crazy, Michelle, Times Square. (laughs) (laughs) That's the most chaotic place of the world. And she came with me, and we were sitting down like a mountain in Times Square. And I have teach to her the meditation of the dolphin. I mean, we see the world outside, the stressful, the noises, but we have also a world inside. We have a soul. And I have used the metaphor of the dolphin to help her. I say, we breathe in like a dolphin, we keep, and we dive inside us. And we stay in the peace of the ocean, the peace of our soul, the peace of the world inside. And after one minute, she cried. She said, Michel, for the first time, I am calm in Times Square. And if I am calm in Times Square, when I go back to my job, I can be more calm. So for meditation for daily stress, for example, we practice the meditation like a dolphin. We dive inside us. And we can be in the worst stressful environment, like in Times Square, but we are calm because we are inside us. We meditate like a dolphin. Wow. Oh, my goodness. Listeners, you guys out there, you just got a huge nugget of gold. You know I like when um, my guests and share words of wisdom or things that you can use immediately um, from listening to the show. I call them nuggets of gold. And Michelle Pascal has laid a huge nugget of gold on all of us because I didn't even know that. And so from this moment forward, 
I love dolphins. They're beautiful. It's something that I can anchor in my mind. And whenever I feel that I'm in an, a stressful place, all I have to do is remember what he said is to pretend like I'm a dolphin and dive deep down back into the earth, like I'm diving back down into the ocean and be in that presence of calmness. And that, while he was sharing that, was just like, oh, my gosh, I just instantly, although I was calm, I just instantly sank down and grounded myself and was able to feel that much more calmer. And I'm just, I was just listening to him, to him share it with you all. So beautiful nugget of gold that has the power to transform all of our lives. Every single person listening on this um, this should share this alone with everybody you know, those you like, those you don't like, everybody, because if we can get just this little trickling of opening the big waterfall, um, just to think how much more beautiful our planet Earth and, and our societies would be. And I want to take this time to share something else, because now that you got a little goodie um, from Michelle, I want to share something else about about his book, um, Meditation for Daily Stress, 10 Practices for Immediate Well-Being. Um, it is a guide to a revolutionary meditative technique for finding peace, quiet, mindfulness, centeredness, and simplicity in our daily lives. And that's he just shared an example of, of that. And so I want to continue um, talking to Michelle and, and getting his words of wisdom um, for all of us, because even though I've been practicing meditation for years, I always learn something or many things that help me as I go about my daily practices as well. So, Michelle, what I want to ask you about, you know, there's there's different types of meditation meditations, and I know you're familiar with all of them. Um, besides your wonderful book that everyone on the show is going to buy, everyone listening to the show is going to buy, um, when it comes to, I'm going to say, for instance, mindful meditation, um, do you utilize that with the people you work with? Do you have any um, specific words of wisdom with regards to mindful meditation? Yes, I mean, everyone, we can make a simple survey. If in our daily life, our brain is running all time, huh? if in our daily life, our brain is running all time, we can say, my way of meditation, it's maybe beautiful, but not enough adapted to my life. So, for example, me, I co-teach uh, with Sri Dharma Mitra, the famous legendary yoga master uh, in New York City. And I teach at the Dharma Yoga Center also in Los Angeles. For example, yoga, it's beautiful because for the body, for the muscles, we need to give a time like sport. But we co-teach Dharma Mitra and me because after the yoga when I go back to my daily life if I don't practice meditation for daily stress after my yoga I can be stressed again and it's funny my first teacher in New York she's a yoga teacher <laughs> so the, the survey it's very simple for me life is simple when I did the book with Isolines Dalai Lama 
I remember the first chapter Dalai Lama wrote, Life is simple, but we are too much complicated for nothing. So simple doesn't mean simplistic. Simple means profound. So the question is simple. If I practice any meditation, relaxation, mindfulness, I mean it's simple. If in my daily life my brain is running all time, my practice is not enough adapted. So in meditation for daily stress, we learn how to stop our brain from running all time. We, Ooh, that's a biggie. Yes, it's a, it's a mindful problem. I remember one of my uh, students, she directs um, the marketing of one of the biggest companies in America. She said, Michelle, you can't imagine I'm wake up, my brain is running all time. It's all time like that. I, when I teach for prisoners, they say the same thing. The children also. I teach in Loyola, the school for children from Irish communities in LA. The children, I seven years. They say my brain is running all time. So it is the reason why when the brain is running all time, we create an unbalance in the brain. So we upgrade year after year the cortisol. And the, the cortisol, it's like a poison for the body. The cortisol destroys the neuron. The cortisol uh, destroys our immune system. So when we are more calm in the daily stress, when we practice in the daily life, we learn how to unplug our brain. So for example, before a big meeting, I teach for people how to unplug the brain. How can I switch off my brain? How can I stop to think one or two minutes? And after, my mind is more fresh. I am more present, more concentrated for my meeting or for my interview. Oh, wow. Wow. Beautiful. Thank you. Um, I, I want to ask more. Um, here's one. Um, any questions you need? <laughs> well, My so schedule many. is busy, not me. <laughs> oh, you're beautiful. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Let me ask you in in the um in your beautiful book that you've written, your gift to us, meditation for daily stress, ten practices for immediate well being. Um, would you suggest the meditations and the exercises in your book for both? beginner meditators as well as seasoned meditators like someone might be listening to this show and never meditated at all would you should would you um, suggest that they just dive in and, and try it as well as the person who's been meditating for 50 years and and them as well it's a beautiful question because it is the same question if you practice since 50 years or if you start to practice today how can i start the answer in a monastery, I never forgot. The first time I asked to my Rinpoche, uh, in Buddhism, Rinpoche, it's your, your master, your teacher. How can I start? What is the best meditation to start? I never forgot what he said. He said, Michel, there is no meditation. Just sitting down, but like a mountain. That's it. And mm. it is 
I mean, it is uh, the mountain is the first meditation that we learn in a monastery. If you want, I can give an example with you for all the people who listen your show, Rachel. We can yes. meditate together in one minute. This is okay. the best answer okay. for your yes. question. Yes, 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 yes. I'm excited. Yes. <laughs> we can make in one minute. Huh? For example, I love your questions. You, you ask very oh. precise questions. So okay. it is yeah. the first time in my life I would la I listen your show. I would like to meditate, or I meditate since a lot of years. How can I start today? So I snap three times with my fingers, like a signal, and just we close our eyes ten seconds. I snap three times, and just we close our eyes. We are sitting down, but like a mountain. We can be face to our computer. We can be in our kitchen. We can be anytime, anywhere, but just... We are sitting down like a mountain. And we can breathe mentally. We can breathe mentally the stability of the mountain. We visualize a mountain. We see how a mountain is not stressed. A mountain is stable, and we visualize that we breathe mentally the stability of the mountain. We see the mountain, we breathe in the stability, we keep our breath, we keep mentally the stability, and We exhale the stability, the eternity of the mountain in our body. And we feel better immediately when we meditate like a mountain we become a mountain. And we open our eyes. How do mm. Beautiful. Very uh, grounded. Um, very strong. Um, unwavering. Just just like a mountain. And you said when you mentioned mountain, uh, the mountain that came into my mind, which I have never, ever seen before, uh, only on movies, I guess, is um, Kilimanjaro. It's just this beautiful, very majestic um, background, usually in some movie or something. And 
it just is just very strong and confident and but unwavering but very grounded and con- connected to you know to the earth and no matter what comes its way it's just always strong and confident and calm when you look at that mountain when you see that mountain you don't see chaos and upheaval you see strength in in calmness and so that's what i that's what came into my mind um during the meditation and lo and behold, I do feel like that. It is so important what you describe because you, we know in neuroscience we are that we visualize. Huh? For example, when we say we meditate like a mountain, just when we say the word mountain, or when you visualize your beautiful Kilimanjaro, for example, immediately in our brain we create a cognitive process. It's like electric circuit. And immediately in the brain, this cognitive process active the hormone in our brain. So immediately we have less cortisol, the hormone of the stress, and immediately we have more serotonin and dopamine, the hormone of the happiness, the hormone of the peace. And this hormone goes immediately in every cells of the body. So it's so simple, but in reality it's so deep, and we see that clearly uh, when we put electrodes on the brain. We see that on the scanner. It's that I say to you, we know that in neuroscience since 20 years. It's very Mm -hmm. well known in neuroscience. Wow. Um, I mean, it's a... I wish I was videotaping it just so um, the listeners could see me because I I actually feel different. I don't know. I mean, I felt great, you know, before, but it's just something about um, just feeling really calm and grounded and centered. And what's so funny is, you know, we're doing the show and it's very, very windy where I'm at. It's very, very windy. And so the wind is blowing all around me. And, you know, it's a really windy, I guess, spring day, right? But yet and still after that meditation, I felt fine before, but now I even feel more calm and grounded and centered after the meditation. Because in my mind, now when I say mountain meditation, the vision I'm going to have that pops up in my mind is Kilimanjaro. And I know that I did this meditation with you or you did this meditation with me in the midst of all this wind and movement going around me. But yet I I was calm and confident and grounded and feeling very strong and and powerful, but not egotistical, very spiritual. So, um, wow, it's just and I know if people could see me, they would see it reflected in how I look. So, um, very beautiful. Oh, my gosh, this is just fabulous. And you guys don't know the honor and the blessings that are being bestowed upon us today by Michelle because it, 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 it just, this, just, this, this, this. It this just doesn't happen. I mean, here you got a nugget of gold. You got something you can do, but now you got something that you need to play this 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 back over and over again because he actually did the meditation, um, the mountain meditation with me. But better yet, better yet, you need to go pick up 
his book because if you are excited and, and enthusiastic as I am by just, you know, hearing what he had to share with us, the wonderful work that he's doing, how it's profoundly affecting our society and, and really profoundly affecting one of the most troubled societies that we have in the United States, our, our um, parolees and the people in our prison system. Um, if he can have, an, you know, what he does, an 80% change with them repeating and going back, just think of someone like you and I who just live a normal everyday life and just have what we think is chaos, what it can do for us. Or like the example you share about the Google executive who he took out in the middle of Times Square, which is the most chaotic place in America. <laughs> and yet she was able to, she was like, really? But she was able to be calm and grounded in, in, in a peaceful state. If you can do that in that place, you can take that, like she said, and she could do it when wherever she's at because if you can be calm and grounded and learn how to do that in the most chaotic place you can do it anywhere so you know just all this wonderful wonderful goodness that he michelle has shared with us you guys really need to go pick up meditation for daily stress 10 practices for immediate well-being and it's almost time for us to go i'm almost sad because we're at the end of our hour and i really want to honor your time so i want you to tell everyone listening how they can, you know, learn more about you, get the book, um, you know, you can everything. go on my website, michelpascal.tv. Uh, I have my TV online, michelpascal.tv. It's, of course, uh -huh. free. And you have many practices, uh, conferences, and also uh, um, concerts. So you can follow all on michelpascal.tv or on my Twitter, Michel Meditates. Okay. <laughs> oh, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, um, I'm gonna, I'm gonna friend you on Twitter because wow, um, wait, you said Michelle meditate on Twitter. Yes, Michelle meditate. Okay. Rachel, I want really from my heart to say thank you so much to have invited me in your show, and more than that, thank you so much for all what you do since a lot of years, because in this world, every of the effort, the light, the good energy that you bring to someone, it's, it's extremely important. You are an authority in well-being. You are a speaker. So your responsibility is really a sacred responsibility. Congratulations for what you do since many years. Oh, thank you so very much. I almost want to cry because it's such an honor that you, I mean, I feel so blessed to have you on the show and, and to be able to talk to you and just, I feel your energy and I feel your presence. I feel like we could be sitting having a nice cup of tea with croissant and, yes. you know, just really having conversation, you know, like one of those French cafes and just sit there all day long and probably couldn't get enough. I probably couldn't get enough of, of you. Just like, I guess when you were in the presence of the Dalai Lama, I guess that's what you are to me. And so it's just been an honor to have you. Um, many, many blessings to you. I want everyone to go out and get his book. I mean, my goodness, just the profound experience that you got to witness with what that mountain meditation did for me, or even the dolphin, the dolphin meditation. Just think of what 
it can do for you. And so I really do hate to go, but thank you, Michelle. Thank you to all of the listeners. Thank you to our sponsors, All Day Cable Incorporated and the Health Healing and Wellness Company. Um, as I always like to say to all of you, I'm wishing you peace to your mind, wellness to your body, and tranquility to your spirit. And until next time, please be healthy, well, peaceful, and calm. And don't forget to meditate. Until next time, everyone, take care and goodbye for now. You can find out more about Rochelle on her website, Rochelle Lawson, R-O-C-H-E-L-E Lawson, L-A-W-S-O-N, or at healthhealingwellness.com. Or just click on her websites from the webtalkradio.net page right in front of you. And of course, you'll want to come right back here next week for another episode of Blissful Living. Thanks for joining us.